And so we tell you, dear ones, that this is going to be the moment when the world you feel is offering you no concrete answers, when you cannot seem to see through the haze and the mist to the truth in this world, we are saying to you, look within. Look within, for within each and every one of you is the infinite expulsion of God, is the infinite potential of everything. And as you start to learn that the more you put your faith in this world, the more you are let down, you will see that the one thing that gives you solace, the one thing that gives you peace, the one thing that is going to move you out of the craziness, if you will, of these times is putting your faith and putting your energy and putting your attention into the truth of you. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we are about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to The Awaken Podcast, a show in which we dive into some expansive, insightful conversations to assist you and the planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher expressions of awareness, divine purpose, and infinite potential. This is The Ascending Journey. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy at TogetherWeAscend.com and your host of the show. Katrina Trigg has known her rock bottom. Having had a tumor at a very young age, struggled with alcoholism for most of her 20s, she eventually reached a point where things could not keep going the way that they were. And it was at this point that she heard, the only thing you haven't tried is not trying. This set her forth on a journey of surrender, a journey that seems to be unfolding into something more and more beautiful for her and all that she's sharing in service to our collective and the work that she's doing. Katrina tells us that when we let go of our thinking around the way that we think life should be, we open up to so much more. We open up to the absolute, infinite, creative potential of God. It's in learning to cultivate trust and faith in this that we allow for this potential to work in some magnificent ways through us as us. And again, this is the type of experience that Katrina has been having for herself and the type of experience that this conversation, I believe, will invite you into. This journey of trust that she's been on has also opened her up to being a channel for a collective consciousness who are referring to themselves as the Wisdom Keepers, who, later into this episode, you'll be hearing from. 
So, if you're ready to be inspired to find within you your own truth and absolute creative potential, if you're ready to be invited on a beautiful journey of surrender, why don't you stick with us for this episode of Awaken. This is my conversation with Katrina Trigg and the Wisdom Keepers. I well, I mean, being a channeler, I think uh, he probably even more so um, than me. The the experience has been getting out of the way, right? Getting out of the way, and it's it's interesting because when I channel, I even while I'm channeling, I can hear my inner like ego or like Katrina going like, "Is that true?" <laughs> like questioning things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's a constant. It's uh, Gabby Bernstein always says, right, surrender and then surrender again and then surrender again, because that's that's really the practice. Mm. So, how do you find yourself differentiating between the wisdom keepers and ego? Yeah, um, <laughs> ego for me is always a story of like the future and it's always dim and scary and uh, panicked and anxiety. And it kind of bubbles up and it's loud in my mind where when the wisdom keepers, which I think my like higher self is intertwined with who they are when they come in, it is um, calm and loving and steady and it's, it's, you know, these things that it's, it is this reassurance that I never get from my egoic mind. Mm. So when you use those words, are you describing more the, the feeling of the voice or is it the actual message that's coming through? I would say it's, it's, it's the feeling and the message. I think when you channel, it's never just, um, it's never just the words that are coming through there's a vibration, even if I'm doing it through the computer or even if I'm doing it, um, you know, on YouTube and you're watching it months or years later, I think that there's a different vibration that comes through. Um, even I just read again, the book by Barbara Marciniak. I don't know. It's called bringers of the dawn. Mm, I don't know if you've read it. I've heard of it. It's a Pleiadian channeling, right? It's a Pleiadian channeling. And I read it seven years ago and it was really like, it was super eye opening to me. And then Um, I just read it again, literally this weekend and the energy that those words in that book bring through it, it it is, it's crazy that that resonance, that feeling I had seven years ago, when I read the book, that same energy is held within the wisdom of that book. And so I think that that's such an interesting thing about channeling that it's, it's not just, it's not just words. Yeah. It's always I think even more importantly than what's happening on that surface level is the energy beneath that. Yeah. 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 For everything. And I suppose you first and foremost get to endure and experience that energy as it comes to you. It's interesting because I used to say this, like I would feel when I was growing up the switch and my memories of my life is remembered in energies 
is a really, you know, way I, to describe it. And I remember talking to my mom or trying to like describe, well, don't you remember the feeling of that time? Or like, can you not feel that it has switched? And um, I was just always in tune with, you know, the different energy and the frequency. And it wasn't until way later in my life, I grew up with like zero <laughs> spiritual backing, like everything was as you see it and that's it. And so it wasn't until later in my life that I realized, oh, I was, I was living through like the energy and I was just always open to that. Yeah. Cause even those, those experiences, those memories carry a, a vibration and energy to it. Yeah. 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 And that gets into this interesting, um, this interesting practice that I've had my personal experience with, which is tuning into the vibration of past experiences yes yeah something um, that i guess you can relate to i can totally relate to that or when a vibration of a past experience appears in the moment that you're in and it immediately you're like whoa i remember that energy i remember that feeling mm -hmm. and it comes up and and you know that is you know if you're working with letting go of some of the energies you have inside you sometimes it's like a traumatic experience and that energy of it shows up and that is like this opportunity to release it as well mm -hmm. which it's just interesting to work in work in energy as opposed to like a, a memory which in and of itself is just an ethereal mm -hmm. thing an ethereal energy but yeah it's a completely different um lens through which we uh, we view these past experiences as not being something that you know is on this linear spectrum of time but just you know it's all here including the vibration of that experience yes yeah and if you know what the wisdom keepers have taught me what reading and you know subscribing to a course in miracles has taught me is that there is no linear space and time it's only this perspective this experience in the 3d reality that makes it feel like things are lined up in a row but nothing is ever truly lined up like that it's everything is happening all the time at once and so pulling past experiences into that moment is is just that easy yeah now what um what's the replication like what what practical benefit can we can we get from this from from these the, the energy from tuning this? into yeah. the, the vibration of a past experience yeah and that's what I, where i was saying like this is you know sometimes we suppress that and then we we put it away or we numb it out which i used to be the um queen of if you will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that story <laughs> um you know and so energy you know I just feel like like a storm or whatever. If you look at nature and I use nature often as the, the example of um, how energy should move, it needs to move through and then dissipate in its own. But we often stuff it back in or, or, or uh, block it. And all we're doing is, is just reliving it time and time and time again. And so when we do have these energies that come up, that's where even now, like, because there's, you know, as we're going through this, this crazy time that we're in, I'm feeling so much awkwardness and so much like different energies coming up, but it's all about, um, you know, asking for it to be released, releasing it yourself 
and um, allowing it. And I think that is the biggest thing is this allowance of it, where before there was only a certain way that I was allowing myself to feel. And that mm. was good all the time or the way I thought I should feel, which is an interesting thing in and of itself, that there was a way that I thought was the right way to feel. Mm-hmm. And you know, the more I go through this practice, there's no right way to feel right? Like there's no right way for the sky to be like the blue sky is not the only sky. The storm needs to come through. It, it is just because that's what feeds the flowers. That's what, you know, brings water to the ground. And so when we say that there's a right way to feel, we have completely, um, you know, we've almost taken the entire field of potential potentiality and like blocked it off. And so instead of allowing in, you allow in all that comes with it. And although it feels different and, and strange, it allows it to move through you and you're almost moving with nature. You're moving with energy then. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's the, the resistance to types of feelings that continue to cause us to, to perpetuate the experience of them and stay stuck in them. And that's what you're describing, staying that that energy becoming stagnant. Yeah, it's almost like we we keep it within us and um, we we keep replaying it and there's guilt and there's shame around it or whatever there is or frustration or and and we're we're grasping and holding and it's all those elements of like ego mind of fear and um that are that are keeping it in as opposed to the the elements of love and truth and 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 creative energy if you think of the entire experience on this earth is creative energy expulsion and that is continuous growth continuous movement right and that is the natural state of all of us and so when we're holding those things in we are stopping our most natural state from from occurring and that's when we get into these repetitive streams of suffering mm-hmm. where we end up in the same relationship <laughs> we end up in the same place financially and it's only until we start releasing those things that we can flow with that creative energy and you laugh as if you've been in such an experience <laughs> Yeah, so many times. Tell um, me about the um, because I know you've been. Well, we've all had our our rock bottoms, but I I know you've had a a bit of a period where of numbing. I think the word was that you used. Um, what was that like? Yeah, I. It is true. We all we all have had our our rock bottoms, our dark days. I um. I went through probably 15, 17 years of numbing. And that's almost more than half my life from the age of 14. um, I had a tumor and it was seven pounds. And so it was crushing my heart. It was crushing my lungs. Um, I spent, you know, most of my childhood pretty sick um, and skinny and lethargic. And at this time I had some great doctors. I had this, this tumor removed. Um, and it's interesting because the way I look at it now, which I haven't, you know, really expressed, but the way I look at my tumor was almost like it was a block. So it was behind my, my, um, 
a breastbone. It was in my chest cavity. And it was almost like it was like this block for my heart and block for like this energy center. And -hmm. it was removed. And it just felt like I was like open to the world. And I think at that age, at like 14 years old, you're vulnerable. And like you have just all these new emotions as you're coming into um, adulthood. And so at that time, um, I started gaining weight and, and this body that I had been told by my parents was the one thing that was holding me to this world. You know, I had been just told that when you die, your body's gone, nothing's left, right? And so I had this whole whole idea of what life was. And so this body that I thought was my only way to show up in this world was the only thing tethering me to this experience didn't look the way I wanted it to, was starting to gain weight because I was getting healthy finally. Um, and, uh, you know, so it was just this, this whole whole mass of things that were happening. And at that time, I, I started taking prescription drugs, which is crazy. I was, you know, 15 in high school and I was um, totally drugged out almost every day for, for probably five, five years until I found yoga. Um, in my early twenties. And I, I actually got so sick. I was hospitalized from doing so many prescription drugs. So I had quit those. Um, but you know, again, this trauma that I had felt, and I just, I just felt like I had this, this weight of this world. And it was, um, so heavy that in my twenties as well, after I did away with the drugs, I started drinking and it became, you know, it started innocently, but uh, became quite heavy. And then in my early thirties, there probably, there was very few days where I would show up sober. And it was after, uh, Christmas where I was literally blackout drunk around my family for 10 days straight that I came home and I couldn't do it anymore. And I, I honestly, I, I, it was death. Like I was, I was ready to die. I was done. I had tried everything to quit alcohol. I tried everything to have this perfect life. I had tried to do um, all the right things and I was still failing. And so I had, at that point was when I, I gave up and I realized, and literally this thought came into my mind was Katrina, the only thing you haven't tried is not trying. And that's when I surrendered. So at this point, did you have any awareness around you know like that's that's a that's a a teaching um that you know you often come to you know letting go not trying um allowing was there was there something that led up to that arising for you is that something that you came by as a teaching or is that just more this is this is yeah. it. I, I felt this you 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 came to it intuitively yeah it, it did come to me intuitively I had like when I started yoga yoga in my 20s I got super interested in in spirituality but um I realized I never trusted it I never mm. trusted spirituality for a second you know I had read all the books I had heard you are oneness you are eternal but I never for one second truly believed it. Mm. And I think it was, that was the interesting thing was at that moment, I gave it all. I gave it all to God. I said, you take it all because I, I can't do it anymore. And that was where um, surrender 
also is like the double-edged sword of trust. You know, in surrendering, I I just gave it up and I trusted whatever was going to come of that can't would come. And I have to tell you that every time I do that, like, and when I did that, my life transformed. My life, like 100%, I just started trusting. And I just said, well, whatever will come, will come. And this allowance of things to come into my life. And um, I started channeling at that time, which again, I was like, you know, had it happened before, I wouldn't have trusted it. And at this point, it was just like allowing, allowing, sure, this is, this is what's for me. <laughs> and, uh, and my life now is lit up by that trust and lit up by that surrender um, and has been beyond my wildest dreams, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And it seems like all the magic that's coming through you has been a product of that trust as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it grows, right? Like my trust, every time I trust, I'm given love back. And the more I trust, the more love I receive. And, and just by virtue of that, my trust grows. And it's this, this, um, something that I, I, I had heard about, but I never truly experienced it. Until you hit that point where it was almost like, I like, I'm done. I'm done trying. Totally done trying. Yeah. What has unfolded for you in your, in your journey of surrender? Yeah, well, um, the first thing that showed up was uh, A Course in Miracles. And so it was um, in my journey of surrender, which it was, it was okay, I'm, I give up, whatever comes, comes. Um, it, it, my inbox was flooded with like Amazon rec- recommendations for Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. I was watching some um, online YouTube shows, which were uh you know, recommending that I do the course. And so it was uh, because it was Christmas time that I had this like crazy, like rock bottom moment. It was New Year's. And so I decided that starting the first day of January, I would start doing the lessons. And I don't know if you've, you've done them, but they're 365 lessons. And I did a lesson a day for that, for that year. And it was, I say, it wasn't like, um, Uh, a new year's resolution it was like I needed to do the lessons like you need to drink water in the morning I needed to do the lessons (laughs) and so um I started that and that's also on online and uh during this time of surrender I was just I had to get in my car and I had to drive and I would recite all everything that had happened to me in my life since I was a kid. So I started with like my first memory. I started, I remember this time when I was uh, in grade one and I didn't finish. It was this the hundredth day of school and I counted out a hundred Cheerios and I brought them to school and I didn't finish my poster in time. And like this day was this traumatic day that I had, and it doesn't seem traumatic to an adult, but it was this wound that I had carried. And I had to go in my car and, and literally speak aloud. And I had it, I recorded it on my phone, but I had to almost release through words, all of these experiences that I thought made me who I was. 
And so Did you know I, that's what you were doing? I didn't know that was what I was doing. I, so why I just, were you doing what you were doing at the time? I, I, I honestly was, was compelled to, to just get in my car. And I had these stories that were coming up and it's like, I couldn't write them down fast enough. And so I just decided to speak them. Like they were like coming mm. out of me. And so I drove, you know, from Calgary, which was where I am to the mountains. And I drove, you know, six, seven, eight hours in a day. And I just like spoke aloud all of these memories. And I did this for, for days after days, for weeks, for a few weeks, like I would go almost every morning and drive and, and speak them aloud. And so this was the beginning of this process. And then I really started because the Course in Miracles leads you into to meditation practices and it doesn't call them meditation practices per se, but it, it does give you, leads you into these meditation practices. And so I would start to do that in the morning in my car, I would get in my car and I would do the meditation in my car. Um, and then that is where I just felt like when I was meditating, I wanted to speak some of the ideas that were coming to me aloud. And that's when for the first time, and I was, again, I was recording, um, I decided to record it on my phone. And that's when uh, the name, like, we are the wisdom keepers came in. And when I was, was just, this? pardon? When was this? This was probably like two months after I had this, this fully, this full breakdown. And from now, like how far into the, uh, I guess three years ago now. Okay. Nice. And yeah. so that, that's when that started coming in. And that's when I started using that as a practice. And I didn't really, like, I knew it was channeling. I knew about channeling, but there was, you know, it was just kind of, it was new to me, but I was using it as a practice. So when I was scared, when I was uncomfortable, when I was fearful, I would meditate and then I would speak aloud these words of love that would come through. And it was just this profound information. And I, I didn't share it with anyone. I like no one. It was just me usually in my car or like in a closet in my room or, or, or somewhere. Um, and uh, so it was just a really a practice for me. And then when COVID hit last year, I again, because I'm just doing this, this allowance thing that when that hit, I just felt so strongly. It, first of all, it knocked me flat. Like it, the, the energy of it, the fear that I had around it, um, knocked me flat. And I was like, what am I going to do? And this came up that I should share this channeling with the world, which was literally terrifying to me. I had this, this day so were they encouraging you to share it? It was more of an intuition. I wouldn't okay. say that 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 was um, ever said explicitly to me. Mm -hmm. But there was a sense that this is something that you should be sharing. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, at the time, like, I, and still I have, I have a job, I have a full-time job. <laughs> and uh, I don't do channeling full-time. And so it's this like balance of like, I was scared. What would people think? Like, it's pretty, mm -hmm. it's pretty like on the fringe of spirituality, but I just, again, because I, this, this practice of allowing and following that, which is I'm being called to do has led to nothing but more love and more joy in my life. I, I simply did that with the channeling as well. Yeah. Getting over yeah. that, that hump. I mean, channeling specifically is something that 
you have to have some courage to and to to put out there. So you're saying you still have a full time job in the quote unquote real world, and you're you're putting out all that you are now. Is there like people from your your work and your day to day life? Are they seeing what you're doing? Is that is that something yeah. that they have uh, access to, or is it yeah. kind of kept apart? Yeah, it, something that came to me in the beginning of it was also those who need to see it will see it Mm. and those who are not ready will not see it and that you know to our 3d logical minds is just like well if you put it out there people are going to see it Mm -hmm. but from a resonance from a you know the understanding that this is a perspective you bring into your reality what you need to bring into your reality from that perspective um the people who have found it are the people who um, needed to, to find it. You know, people in my life that have seen it um, have been nothing but, you know, well, from what I hear from them, they're, they are, they're interested and intrigued and they've found it when a, in a time when they need it to. And so again, in my uh, practice of trust, I just trust. I trust that those who will see it and know I don't like advertise it at work, but if people at work saw it, then it would be the right time for them to see it. Yeah, so you're you're open to that unfolding. Yeah. Still in that trust that it's all gonna play out exactly as it's meant to. All gonna play out exactly as it's meant to. And that's what we're seeing now. Like it's it's this that is literally how I live my every day. I trust that I'm in the right house. I trust that I'm in the right relationship. I trust that I am in the right time space at every single moment there's no doubt and uh, there's all this like ego mind that goes well didn't what happens if you made the wrong decision there is no wrong decision Hmm. and so then there's this this way that i can allow in these ideas that i would never have allowed in before we're okay if that is my intuition or something is telling me to move in that direction i guess that's the way i'm going and um, that, like, I can even hear while I'm saying that to you, my ego mind kicking and screaming against that. It but, seems like you have a real knack for being able to identify when it's that voice. Yeah. Yeah. Again, and it's probably. And sometimes it's I don't. <laughs> and sometimes I don't. Mm hmm. It's still always, again, the feeling of that, right? The feeling of that voice. Yeah. And someone said to me once, this is an interesting one, where someone goes, uh, so I started doing, uh, like, during this time, too, I was, wasn't channeling publicly. I started doing A Course in Miracles groups. So I was hosting groups every Thursday. We were doing A Course in Miracles. And someone said to me, and I was getting all this information, I was, like, downloading all this information as I was, like, pretty much not teaching A Course in Miracles, but hosting these groups and um, sharing this information. And uh, someone said to me, well, people believe in things to make themselves feel better. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, because that's what my parents used to say to me, that people who go to church, go to church to make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. And it was just this this terrible thing that you would be that um, submissive And so I had to take that away. And 
I had to really like deal with the feelings that were coming up when that came up. And I realized, look how attached to suffering we are. That when there is something that is offering you love and support and kind and, and a fully like peace, we are saying that's not true. Mm -hmm. That's not it. Because mm -hmm. life is hard because, uh, you know, you got to toil in life, you got to suffer, and that's how you know you're living. And that is ego's voice. That is, that is the trick. And that's what keep, keeps ego alive. That's what keeps dichotomy alive. But trusting that my natural state is actually peace, trusting that my natural state is love and abundance, that I am um, supposed to have all that I want. And that is my natural inclination as creative expulsion again, goes against everything we've been taught in this world. And so it's this constant, and I do it all day, every day. I'm allowed, I'm allowed, I'm allowed. Mm -hmm. I trust, I trust that my natural state is peace. And I trust that my natural state is feeling good. And so I do, I, I believe in things to make myself feel better. <laughs> but it is not, it is not, I think we always hear like a belief, like you're like jumping and then like, it's like throwing caution to the wind, but it, it, it is a belief. It is a knowing. And I would use the word knowing instead of belief that is built on time and time again of proof to myself mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. when I trust that, and that's when I said it grows, my trust grows that every time I do that, I'm given back love and light and experiences I couldn't, couldn't have even dreamt of. Beautiful. And the word that I want to throw in the mix here is faith. Faith. Yeah. Because I, uh, I like to differentiate between um, the word belief and faith. And I say that, you know, what you're describing as belief is definitely lines up with what I'm getting at with faith. But it's not so much this closed minded. This is the way things are. I'm certain this is the way things are. It's more the. I'm going to place my faith and trust in that which makes me feel good. Yeah. And when you're willing to do that, because you're detached to feeling a sense of certainty around it, then it's exactly what you're saying. You're giving yourself that experience of love and joy because, well, why, why not? Why wouldn't you allow yourself that yeah. with that, that sense of faith? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And no one can give it to you. Hmm. No one can come to you. Like if you go to a temple or church, whatever it is, no one can go here, read this passage and you'll get it like, or here, listen to me or let me hand it to you. It has to be cultivated on your own. You have to find it for yourself. And that is the experience that I went through of like taking out all of these memories of who I thought I was, of re like, like coming, it was almost like I was stripping myself down to the essential part of experience and realizing that that is who I truly am, that, that I am the, the eternal nature of myself, of awareness, that in that I was cultivating 
that faith. I was cultivating that trust and, and I was learning to, to know it on my own and no one could have done that for me. And I did, I went 10 years where I went to every single channeling, every single session, everything you could think of. I had been to it, but it wasn't until I went searching on my own and found it, that it was created and that, that, that it was established. And then that faith is what I, I ride on now. Yeah. And then the experience that that leads you into is all the evidence you need to continue to move in that direction. All the evidence and more. So tell me more about the, um, the experience of that. Is it, is it the more sense experiential feelings of that or has there been um, external manifestations that have come from that as well? Yeah, it, it's both. One is that you are now, so there's this, this understanding that I am the eternal nature of everything. And there's this, not only this understanding, but this knowing and this trust in that. And then you're moving into this world with this knowing. So you've got, um, a t it's almost like, and I, I, the wisdom keepers talk about this lot, but it's almost like a, a switch had been flipped where before the world was coming at me and I was this, this human experience where all these things were happening around me and coming at me. And it switches it to me being the creator of this experience and, and the freedom to experience every moment. And so the, the panic level that I lived at before, the anxiety, the fear, the holding, the grasping was just so surface level. And there was so much anxiety that I couldn't experience the depth of every moment of ever of this entire experience and so when it's switched and it's more like i consciousness has donned two eyes and a body and it's now my experience here in this world that i get experience the wonder the majesty the depth the 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 fluidity of this world the craziness but i'm not in the waves i'm at like the bottom of the ocean watching it happen I'm tethered to like the unmovable parts of me and so it, it, there is this joy to experiencing this life there's this joy to experiencing my family there's this joy to experiencing my husband and it is not this grasping and this holding that it was before and so that is the 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 infinite change and so the other changes that I see manifested you know where money was an issue money is just seemed to show up and you hear that in other you know spiritual teachers or whatever they just say oh well i just looked in my bank account and there the money was and i have to say that that has been truly has been my experience and and just places i never thought we would we would end up right like we just following kind of the waves of 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 this experience we just bought a cabin out in rural Alberta, which I never thought I would, but um, that's where we were, we were carried. And so I just, these things, these experiences, having this conversation with you is a, a beautiful example of things that have just come into my life by, by trusting and flowing with it. And the people I've met, it, the, the depth is, um, is, is just, it's an unimaginable how big the experience is now just came through 
Surrender lets the magic in. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And you're allowing so much magic into your own experience. And I think inherent in that is allowing it through you and the purpose that you're serving and the gifts that you're giving this collective now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, because when we are stuck in the way that life should be, I always like do it like that. Like it's like this little tiny hole, like this little tiny holding on experience. And that is all we are allowing in. You're pinholing and, it. Yeah. And you're holding and you're grasping and you're saying it should be this way. It should be this way. But when you are releasing, everything is possible. Anything mm. is possible. Anything. And, and it doesn't, it's not confined to this earth. It's not confined to this universe. When you think of God as um, absolute creative potential, like just that saying that, like absolute creative potential, it is anything and everything. And it's all allowed and it's all of God. And that allows in the opportunity, the experience greater than imagined. Yeah. Because when you're imagining from here, there's only so much you can imagine. But when you're imagining from everything, mm -hmm. it's a totally potential. different experience. <laughs> See, we can speak to this all day and, you know, it's... It sounds amazing, sounds beautiful, it sounds expansive, and it feels that way if we let it. Um, but the one thing I, I have to mention is that not until you know it for yourself, not until you begin to allow it in for yourself, could you really, and I think this is what you were kind of speaking to earlier, not until you went in and said, this is, this is for me, this is what I'm going to allow me, can you ever cultivate that sense of trust in it? Yeah. And, 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 and no one's going to do it for you is the one thing I always say. No one can do it for you. No one can do it for you. Yeah. I just hope for others that, you know, maybe uh, I, I don't think we can take away rock bottom from them, but <laughs> sooner than later, family, I hope that you arrive to this, this, the sense of knowing the sense of faith that, it can be as expansive as Katrina is doing an incredible job of describing for us because I definitely think this is one we're going to have to put out. Katrina, what do you think? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> so the other, um, the other thing that I felt would be fun for us to do is if you're open, I feel like the wisdom keepers might have some words for us. <laughs> okay <laughs> but i'll leave you to be the better judge of that what do you think yeah let's do it um actually before you um you bring through any messages from them um is there i mean i'm, I'm sure they'll come through with whatever feels most relevant in this now moment but i'm curious there is there any like reoccurring themes or underlying messages that is just like Time and time again, that's what they're they're pointing us back to. Yeah, um, the the biggest the biggest theme is it's it's um, if it's if it's not of love or if it's fear, 
It's, it's not of God. So if you're experiencing anything that seems like fear, anything that's telling you that the future is going to be scary or somehow things won't work out, that is not of God. That is not of truth. And so that is um, a limiting belief or a misbelief that you have that you're hooking into. And so that's the one thing they say time and time again. And I use that all the time. This morning, here's a good one. I couldn't find our passports. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, in my mind, this whole story played out that because I couldn't find my passports, we were never going to get passports again because of this COVID thing, because we're actually going to be in some sort of lockdown and I'll never have access, like literally went out into the spin out. And that happens to me, happens to all of us all the time. And I realize exactly in those moments that that, because that's a fear, because it's a spin out, because it's creating reality that is dark and dim and scary, that is not of God, it's not of truth. And so I let it go. And in that moment, it came to my mind exactly where my passports were. And I went and looked there and there they were. And so small little example, but that is, nothing is a small example in, mm. in this world, is that whenever you, whatever it is, if it feels like fear, if it feels like anxiety, if it feels like, like some sort of suffering or a dim reality, you've been, you've been hoodwinked is the word that's coming to my mind. You've been almost tricked into, again, believing that this, this limited reality is your truth. Yeah, it's that disconnection from our truth that causes that and evokes that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And this world, it, it tries to sell us that, right? It's a, it's a very visceral experience of separation. And so everything that's happening, although it's a very beautiful experience, you have to realize that that is, that is what this experience is doing is it's trying to pull you out of that. And so it's having that, that faith as your tether. And I, they always use, the wisdom keepers use the word tether okay. to tether you back into that. And then you can experience this, but you know that you're perfectly at sleep in the, or at sleep in the mind of God. All right. I'm ready for that, um, <laughs> that message that I feel like wants to come through. Um, if you're open to being the conduit of it, for it. I, sure. Um, I'd be honored to, to experience this in the okay. first person. <laughs> yeah, you bet. So let me, I'll just take a few breaths and I will, um, I'll bring them in. So give me a moment. Yes, we are the wisdom keepers and we have a message for you, dear ones. <laughs> And we come in with joy and we come in with a bit of laughter. This dear one <laughs> brings, brings it through her automatically, but we join into it. But we come in with joy because what is happening here on earth, what we are seeing is this is a time of ascension, dear ones. This is a time of transformation. This is a time when more and more of you are listening to transmissions like this, are listening to information as this dear one, these dear ones were speaking of, that is pointing you to the way of truth. 
And as this energy shifts on your earth, what you are seeing right now is the shakeout of that. As we move into this, this higher frequency and we use higher and lower for your help or for your to help you with your perspective from a 3D reality. But what we are seeing is that as this frequency is shifting and as we are moving up, that more and more people are questioning what this world is offering to them because the reality of this 3D experience is built on very shakable perceptions, very um, unstable belief systems because they are built out of ego, because they are built out of dichotomy, because they are built out of separation. And instead, people are saying, well, where do I look? Where do I put, as these dear ones were talking about, my faith? And so we tell you, dear ones, that this is going to be the moment when the world you feel is offering you no concrete answers, when you cannot seem to see through the haze and the mist to the truth in this world, we are saying to you, look within. Look within, for within each and every one of you is the infinite uh, ex expulsion of God, is the infinite potential of everything. And as you start to learn that the more you put your faith in this world, the more you are let down. And as we, things start to heat up or speed up, if you will, as you will see in the coming years, you will see that the one thing that gives you solace, the one thing that gives you peace, the one thing that is going to move you out of the craziness, if you will, of these times is putting your faith and putting your energy and putting your attention into the truth of you. And so we use these words, the truth of you. We use the words coming in. We use the words look within. And they are all to help to point you to that which is inside of you. But as this dear one was speaking of, you need to go and find it for yourselves, dear one. And this is going to be what helps you move through these times. This is going to be what releases you from this lower dichotomous experience that we have all been, you have all been experiencing for, uh, for uh, years and years as a human race. And we do not mean to sound uh, science fiction-y, if you will. And we do not mean to scare those of you who are encountering this for the first time. But we are saying this to help to show you. And that is what this dear one is working, uh, working with us through. That is why these messages, and you will see more and more channelers coming about in these times. That is why these times are, are golden times. And there's an amphitheater of light and light beings coming to watch the show because this is a transitional time dear one dear ones and you have the ability to watch it with um awe and watch it with wonder and watch it with uh, uh gratitude as opposed to being within the waves and within the um sport if you will where the action is taking place and it is um it is a struggle and a challenge. Instead, you have the option to tether yourselves. And so we are going to give, leave you with this, dear ones. We, we hope that if this, if only this incites you to look, look within or look into the alternative 
thought systems that are coming about now into your planet to try and find a truth that does not lie within this world because we say to you dear ones that this world is a world of perceptions and if you are going to be continuously putting your faith in perceptions perceptions continually change and you will be continually disappointed when that is broken that faith is broken or that perception is shattered and so dear ones um, we hope this incites you to find that truth within we'll leave you here with this in light and in love and in light speed in these light speed times dear ones that is our message <laughs> thank you thank you thank you to you katrina and to the wonderful wisdom keepers for sharing that potent, valuable, insightful message. It truly is some beautiful, exciting times if we choose to see it as that. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, Brian. Well, this is fun. Um, before we, we begin to wrap things up here, um, well, actually, just to kind of reiterate, recap some of that because it's deserving of it. I think the words look within came up more than once for good reason. Yeah. I also find um, what kind of came to me there was the, um, the way in which truth and God and potential are seeming to be used synonymously. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all something that as you've brought us to something we find within. Yeah. Before we uh before we go and we close things off here, um, well two things. There's a uh, there's a grand finale question that I've begun to ask as the final question to the uh to come the conversations I put out on the podcast. But before I ask you that, um if there's anywhere for our listeners to find you, connect with you, um, where would you like them to, to point them to? Yeah, so you can check out my YouTube channel, which is Katrina Trigg and the Wisdom Keepers. Um, and then my uh, webpage is katrinatrigg.com. Great, and links to all of that will be found in the show notes, as always. Um, let's see. Are we ready for the grand finale question? I'm ready. Katrina, you just realized the power to telepathically communicate to all of humanity. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, I would say... Um, you are love. You are everything and, and anything. Katrina, <laughs> I want to thank you once more for your time, for your presence, your energy, your service. Um, you had said that, you know, it was just this year, earlier or last year, that you, um, you stepped on forward with sharing your channelings, your messages. Um, you came out of what I call the light worker closet. Yep. <laughs> um, that I deeply honor and appreciate. Uh, and again, especially with something like channeling, it definitely takes some courage to, to step forward with. So 
thank you for all that you're doing, all that you're being, and thank you for joining me for this conversation. Yeah, thank you so much, Brian. Um, I'm happy, happy to do this work. It gives me great joy. Ascenders, that is going to be all for my conversation with Katrina Trigg and the Wisdom Keepers. I hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that it was able to serve as a bit of an invitation to begin to cultivate a greater sense of trust in your own truth and in the potential that resides within you. Before you go, Harris Henders, small ask for you. If you enjoyed this episode, if you've been enjoying the show, I do kindly ask that you consider sharing it with any of those friends or family that you feel like might be in resonance with this type of information to subscribe to the youtube channel or the podcast wherever you're listening to this on if you'd like to hear more conversations like this one and lastly just thank you thank you for being here on this planet at this time with us fact that you're listening to this information says that you're also consciously on a journey of ascension with us so thank you for all that you are all that you're being and lastly if you're feeling the call to serve in this ascension process if you've heard the call to serve a higher purpose the activation process that I've created is here to assist you in activating your highest purpose with this a higher experience a higher state of being because you get to endure a sense of fulfillment and abundance when you walk the path of your purpose and that's what this process is about helping you find clarity around what this path looks like for you and supporting you in taking the steps onto and along this path so if you'd like to learn more about this process and perhaps initiate it for yourself did i mention that you can do so at the price of your choosing yes just late last year i started offering this as an option if you complete this process which is a four-week process within six weeks of enrollment you get to decide your own price at the completion of the process you're eligible for requesting a full or partial refund as to align giving in return what you feel like undergoing this experience was worth for you. So again, if you'd like to learn more about this and to initiate your activation, you can do so at togetherreascend.com forward slash activation. Anyways, senders, that is going to be all for this episode. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, keep ascending.